Yeah, this is uh, this is a game. I have one game on my phone. I'm gonna pull it up because it has statistics in it. If it's Candy Crush, I'm gonna punch you in the face. It's so much better than Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we are so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. January 4th, I work in a business that sells sporting goods, and I worked all weekend, and it was fun to see the people shopping for exercise equipment, because new year, new me, goals, I'm buying exercise equipment. What I think is so funny, they're starting behind. They're buying equipment, the... 4th, 3rd of January when January starts on the 1st. So why not buy your stuff early, get it ready to go, delivered. So on the 1st, you get up in the morning, you hop on your treadmill and your elliptical and you work out and it's like day one of one, we're good to go. They're three days behind. That's a great question. And like the answer is it's Christmas, it's gifts, like you know, they're waiting for money from whatever to put towards those, this, whatever. Um, but yeah, like why wait? If you, if you know that the goal is to get a treadmill and you want to work out, you want a new you in 2021, why wait until the fourth, the third or whatever that day looks like and go, okay, now I'm going to go to the store and I'm, I'm going to buy a, whatever it is and, and do this, get it done. Well, it's because once January 1st happens, everything's better. And it's real. Like, it, oh, we have to, I have to do this now. And, you know, you know, just because it's a new year doesn't necessarily mean it's going to, you're going to have a new you. I don't know. It's, it kind of feels like, um, the two things came to mind. Like you, you gave yourself permission because of the calendar. Sure. And the second thing is, that came to mind was procrastination. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and I even did it too. Like, uh, I got a text from a buddy that's doing a challenge and his challenge is no beer, um, no sugar and 60 hours on a bicycle. And he's like, Hey, you want to do this with us? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And like, it's like the, go to the edge of the, you know, the hill and just jump, not worry about how deep it is. Just jump. Sure. And I didn't even think about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll just do it. Not thinking about 60 hours on a bike is pretty insane for, for a month. Um, no beer. Like I can do, I've done no beer before. I can do, I can do that again. The sweet one is like, yeah, that's kind of where, Ooh, I like, I enjoy a good cookie every once in a while, but yeah, we'll just do it. So we committed, we're doing it. And okay. So I want to get this straight. You're also doing this. You're drinking no beer yeah. and eating no sweets yeah. for 2021, 2021. Well, no, just for the, just for January. Oh, just January. It's just a January okay, gotcha. kickoff kind of get things rocking and rolling. But you know, I'm thinking about, you know, my, my cycling miles last year sucked. Like I got destroyed by so many people that just smashed me on, on the bike. And my, my goal was all, you know, I got my new house built now. I got this, I'll just, I'll wait to January to, to get it going. And I'll start, I'll start on the first and, and do this instead of yep. going like, I mean, why do I need to wait? Like, mm -hmm. let, let's just start now. So, 
you know, you, you watch all the news channels and their goal setting and like you knew you this year in 2021. And well, it's the same you, you decide whether you're going to create a new you, you know, it, the, the date just gives you permission to start over. You know, it, it's a, it's an entire industry like hundred percent, hundred percent, you know, and the, the exercise industry thrives on January because right. everybody goes to sporting goods stores and they buy their equipment and, the the suck part is in a month, your treadmill turns into a coat rack. <laughs> you know, it turns into the catch all yeah. of, you know, where I just did laundry. So I'm going to put my work shirts on the treadmill and let them dry. And then it's, that's all it's getting used for. Or, you know, it's, you, you walk by it every day and you see it and you go, Oh man, I wish I had 20 minutes today to do that. But man, I just, I, I can't figure it out. And you, the best intentions of you accomplishing something for a better you are now lost because of other things getting in the way. So I think the topic today I want to talk about is why. Why set a goal knowing that you're probably not going to hit it if you don't truly buy into it? Yeah. Because I think that's easy. I think it's, it's easy for me to sit across the table from you and say, yep, I'm going to lose 15 pounds this, this year, Jim. And you go, oh, congratulations. And it's dead in the water. But I told somebody. But will Jim hold me accountable? Probably not. Like he's not he's gonna forget about it and go on with his life. But I felt good telling you that I'm going to lose weight. Let me let me read you a quote by one of my favorite authors, Andy Andrews, and he says this. I, I've got it right in front of me. Have you ever considered how often we judge ourselves by our intentions while we judge others by their actions? But here's the the best part of this quote. Yet intention without action is an insult to those who expect the best from you. That's, that's powerful. That is, that is good. I, like I mean, that that'll one. punch you right in the nose, right? For sure. Uh, I, I just, I think people do that all the time. I, I'm guilty of it as, as much as, as anybody, um, at, at times I'm better about it now. Uh, but I was at a, uh, a leadership conference many years ago. This is like 2013, 14. And a guy that I really admired was on stage and I spoke with him before and afterwards and his name is Scott Schuler. Scott, if you're listening, like this is a shout out to you, buddy. He said, don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me. And that's just his very short way of getting right to the point with stuff. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Yeah. Show me. No, that's, that's huge. And I think it's, it's super easy to, to tell somebody something. It's super easy to want something that you don't have. You know, you see the guy that's out on his bike or, you know, somebody that's out walking every day, like, man, I want to, I want to do what they're doing but that's not you. Like yeah. they've committed, they they've bought into it. They are, you know, rocking and rolling and they and they're doing things and at the end of the day that's you're not doing it. So when you decide to s- sign up for something, you know, it's a race. And, and like we talked about Daniel doing this that one year she 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 booked a race every month. Like she paid for it. Like yeah. She has to commit now. Like she yeah. has to go do this. So she can suck at every race by not training and it's miserable or she can work out every day. And when the race comes, just throttle it and love it and be smiling and excited for the next one that creates momentum. And that creates a win that you look forward to the next race. You know, like I'm, I'm behind on my bike miles. Like Josh, we've talked about Josh is so fit right now and so <laughs> fast and he's like, just a machine. he's just a machine and he's loving life right now because he just gets on a bike and just dominates where I'm behind. So the day of, you know, him on my wheel 
holding on is now the day of me on his wheel trying to hold on going, man, this sucks. Now, will I get back? Sure, I'm going to get back, but it's going to take some time. It starts today. Like I got, I got a thing at 11 o'clock I got to do. Now, am I looking forward to it? No, it's going to suck because I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to hurt. I'm going to feel crappy, you know, during And, and the worst of it is, is that you'll know that, man, for me anyway, is, is if I had only kept up this wouldn't be so sure. miserable right now yes <laughs> and th- but then it goes back to the e-word of excuses mm-hmm. oh but I, you know this this happened and all oh, that happened and oh i had to build the house and all oh, covet hit and you could i could i could paint you the sweetest story of why i couldn't do this at the end of the day i just failed mm-hmm. i just I, I didn't do it now part of me taking steps forward is admitting that i failed i failed like i, I sucked me taking steps forward now is getting back on the bike today, knowing that the two hour ride I'm going to do is going to suck. It's not going to be very fun, but it's going to get me back to where I want to go down the road. So in February, in March, in April, you know, I'm, I'm back in the the shape that I, that I want to be in. So there's, there's that. I think when the other way people fail too, is they take too much on, mm-hmm. you know, like I want I want, I got 10 goals I want to hit this year. And then you start attacking them. And before you know it, you're down to nine goals. You're down to eight goals because they're just, they, they're not as, as important instead mm-hmm. of looking at it and going, okay, what are my top three? What are three things that I need to hit this year that will make me better at the end of the year and mark, write them down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have my binder in front of me and if it's important, you put it in your binder and then one day go back to it, you know, but taking too much on early on, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have enough time in, 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 in your world to attack all 10 of them. Three, maybe a stretch. Maybe it's just one for you. If you, if you're a person that has never done a true goal setting, one is probably your max get good at dominating one. And then when you get good at one, move to two and then two to three, and then you'll see the, the progress. But I think it's super easy to set a goal, feel good about your goal but then it doesn't happen because you've allowed it not to happen. Well, what's easy to do is easy not to do. Sure. Oh, it's e- yeah. It's even easier not to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you find you find something else. You know, like I, you know. And yesterday's a perfect example. And this is this is me falling on my sword in front of you. But you know, I, I left work early. I got home. I had plenty of day left. I had all the best intentions of getting on a bicycle yesterday. All the best intention. Like I was looking forward to it. I had some some rides I had picked out as I was driving back home. But then what did I do? I allowed life to happen. I worked in my office a little bit. I worked with the girls. We watched some football. And before you know it, it's five o'clock. Oh, now we're having dinner. Well, now I can't ride a bike after I just ate a big you know dinner. You know, and then it's like okay, it's seven o'clock now. There's football on. Well, I'm not gonna get on a bike now because then I'll be wide awake and I won't be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> like all these excuses. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like today at eleven o'clock, like there's no bullshit. Like I got to be on a bike no matter what happens. I'm riding today at eleven for two plus hours, and um, I have to fully commit. Until you fully commit to something, you will always be wishy washy on things. Oh. You'll always find something easier to do or something that's a little bit maybe more enjoyable. You know, to to do until you truly buy it and go, I have to do this. This is mine. And for me, it's telling people like, if I tell you, I'm going to do this, I guarantee you next time you see him, you're going to ask me how the ride went and whatever. And we talk about it. Um, but it, it, it just goes to that extra accountability. When more people know they're going to hold you accountable. 
unless you want to look like a moron to 25 people after you failed, like you're, you're going to hit it hard and you're, you're going to do it. So you can look back and go, I did this. Yep. It was awesome. I'm back where I need to be. And everybody's good. Plus like, I want you asking. It just helps me know that I don't want to let you down. So I know Jim's probably going to ask. So I'm going to make sure I do this today. You know? And I think that's the accountability side of the goals is, is so huge because it's super easy to tell yourself you want to do it. But when people are asking you about it, and you know, it's like interested in 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 what's going on. It's on you to make sure that happens. Well, you know, even you did it for me prior to us hitting record today, and we were just catching up and talking about what's going on with my business and um, the momentum that I have that I've never had before, and it's for exciting. Sure. And and you you just spoke truth to me, and you just told me, hey, make sure that you stay on focus. You know, don't, don't add too many more things. Don't go chase the shiny object, the new idea, because you know me, that's a tendency that I have. I'm an idea person. Mm-hmm. I like to start things. I'm not always a very good finisher. In fact, yeah. rarely am I a good finisher. I need to have people around me that help me finish. Um, this is true for so many areas in my life too. I think about, uh, from a fitness routine, like in 2020, I was, uh, well at the end of, if we go back to 2019, um, beginning in December through about April of 2020, I was very dedicated. I was on a plan. I was getting fitter, losing weight, and then everything changed with the pandemic. So that was just an excuse mm-hmm. uh, because at that time I loved to work outside or work out outside. And so um, I don't do any kind of routine that requires equipment. I can do all sorts of different body weight things. So I didn't, I just stopped. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking almost a year later, we're talking eight months later, nine months coming into nine months and I'm still not back on it. So, you know, I, I get these things and it's the, it's the stuff where you say, I don't have time for that right now. Like I'm not talking about, I don't have time as just a general excuse, but like when you were talking about jumping on the bike, getting home yesterday, you cleaned your office. Well, then it was supper. Then it was this. Uh, I, I am as guilty uh, as as anybody on this area too, which is if I see, if I'm going to sit down, say for 15 or 30 minutes, I could read a book. There's things that I could do in that 15 or 30 minutes, but I just go, ah, but then that's going to lead to this. I'll have to go take a shower. It, ex- again, it, it excuses, spirals. right? Yeah. It spirals and it's so frustrating. And if we look at how many days that we just waste, on stupid stuff. Listen, I'm going to share something with you. I've never shared with anybody before. And and you're going to probably laugh at me. Now this is uh this is a game. I have one game on my phone. I'm going to pull it up because it has statistics in it. If it's candy crush, I'm going to punch you in your face. It's so much better than candy crush. <laughs> uh, it is solitaire. Oh yeah. Solitaire. It's the only it's game. A solid game. And it, it is, I fall in love with the strategy of it. So this will tell you your winning percentage and everything, but here's something I'm going to share. I have played 3,628 games since I put this on my phone. I've won 67% of them, but here's the, here's the time total time. 16, 07, 09, 24. Now the 16 is not hours. That's days. 16, no, no, no. It's, it's over like three years, Oh, but still, 16 days playing solitaire, seven hours, nine minutes, 24 seconds is how long I've had the app open. What could I have done with 16 days? So much. 
Now, I will say this, there are times when there's not really anything else I can do because a lot of these times, this the 16 days over 3,700 games is a culmination of here's two minutes here. Here was, here was 10 minutes here. Uh, I, I've, I can stop the game and come back. I've got this set. Like, so I listen, I'm not a purist in solitaire. So this is a single draw and I can do undos and I can't cheat, but I can manipulate this a little bit. <laughs> so I can, I can replay the game 19 times if I want. And so there's like, it's, it becomes a puzzle and it keeps my mind very fresh. It helps me think. And so there's, I'm justifying this in some ways, but when I saw that stat of 16 days, yeah, that's a punch in the gut. That like, sucks. That's, I, I shouldn't say it sucks. It does suck, but it doesn't. Yeah, it sucks because I just laugh. Like it's a game you play, you play a game for 16 days. Now over the course of, of the course of your entire life, I guarantee you, you would take those 16 days back, you know, like death. Okay. Here, here, I know. Don't, don't you I'm, go I'm going the deathbed. Dang it. You're on the deathbed right now. And like, literally like it's a matter of minutes before you close your eyes and you never open them back up and you're going to go, man, I enjoyed those 16 days of playing solitaire by myself. Oh, oh, dead. <laughs> no, like you're going to go, God damn it. I spent 16 days playing solitaire over the course of my life. I would love to have 16 days with Matt again. Gosh, him and I oh, hanging out. Beth, that would be my incredible. family, my dogs. <laughs> like all these thoughts are going to pop into your head, but you're like 16 days now. Like to, to give Let's, you some credit, it's you enjoy it. It's something that that is fun for you. Like I'm not I'm not saying like those 16 days, you know, were completely wasteful. Like, did your brain get better thinking about strategy, thinking about doing this? Sure, you're like you're doing things, but. I guarantee you, you could have found something better to do with those 16 days of oh, place sure. out there. You know, there's something that I was trying to think. You said something that triggered my, my memory on that, and I might have lost it already because, you know, deathbed. I am uh. old. Yeah, deathbed. Uh, in that time, oh, here's what it was. In that time, when I'm sitting there on the couch, am I fully present with my family? No, no, zero chance there. No, because I'm like, well, if I move this here and move that there, I can uncover this. And like, it's, it's kind of like chess at times or checkers maybe is more appropriate, but, uh, I'm not present. I'm not engaging in a meaningful conversation. I'm not, I'm not dreaming about what a business opportunity might look like. I'm not reading and investing in something. And, and listen, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't feel too guilty about this. I'm, I like talking about this. And the reason I don't feel too guilty is because I do push really hard in a lot of areas. My, sure. I never really shut For off. Sure. And so this is a bit of an escape. Um, you know, if we all looked at our phones or, or if we had a way to look at like a meter on Netflix, you know, what would those numbers look like? How many days would that be? And so there's times when maybe we, we are just vegging out and, um, the fully present thing isn't really a factor, yeah. but I, yet it, it does like in, and, uh, it does hit me on that deathbed concept of like, would I regret this? Yeah. But you know what? Like I'm not perfect. You are far from perfect too. Like, wait a minute. It sounded like you just said, I'm pretty close to no, perfect I'm not, I'm and not, you're I'm way no, I, not, like my, my point <laughs> is like, we're far from perfect. Both, yeah. both of us are far from it. <laughs> and like, we're in the, you know, the overall consensus of this is our world. Like mm-hmm. we're all like, there's nobody it's ever really, really good at, at this. Like they take time, but you know, I think in life too, you need to have that 16 days where you just like, I'm not going to think about anything 
besides solitaire. I just want to just like escape from reality. And maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's whatever that is where you just need that breakaway because you know, you can, you can go hundred miles an hour every day, but when you don't take care of yourself, your car breaks down, you know, and your, and your body breaks down and you might just need that, that, that time, two minutes here, two minutes there, just to kind of refocus and get your brain right. And then you, you dive back in using solitaire. Let me tell you, I, I do cycles with this. I mean, waves of, I might not touch it for a long time, three weeks, couple months, or it's very, very sporadic. Mm-hmm. And then I'll fall into a pattern of, um, using it like a lot. <laughs> You're back on. Yeah. It, and it's, it's like, uh, I wouldn't say it's an addiction or anything like that. It's not, it's truly not that, but there are times when I'm noticing now the pattern when I feel stress, sure. That's the escape. So I turn to it. So anytime that we feel stress in any area in our life, we we're looking for an escape. And so, uh, what am I avoiding is, is the, is the hard question I'd have to ask myself when I feel stress about that, or I'm not sure which way to go, or this is, you know, I'll avoid mm-hmm. like I, I, I have this tendency about myself. I sure. know this. And so solitaire, what I should do is delete it. Yeah. But then you'd reinstall it. I, well, I probably would. You know, I mean, literally, I probably yeah, would. I don't, I don't think you need to delete it. I think you need to embrace the fact that you're going to play solitaire. I mean, you're going to be 50 years old in like in two days. You're headed Dang. down the road of like board games and shuffleboard and right. reading books about re- submarines and reading stuff. books and like, yeah, you're like you're <laughs> headed down this path. So I think you just need to embrace the fact that you're, you're a solitaire junkie, you know, just know that the next time you play, a thought's going to pop into your head. Is this the best use of my time right now? What and if I can play it while I'm doing air squats? <laughs> you are better than, better than Lunges. I Yeah. I mean, I just, like, I'm not telling you to remove it. I'm telling you to think about, you know, if I didn't, if I didn't play this, but I did 15 pushups or 20 pushups and I, I supplement it with something else, would I still get the same enjoyment out of this? You may go, no, it's like I'm, I'm working or you may go, I, I, I want to play my two minutes of solitaire and, and, and be fine. It's not bad. Like what you're doing is not bad. The drugs, the alcohol, the, the, the bad stuff that you put your, into your body to supplement it. And like, I, I need my escape. So I'm going to go drink myself into oblivion. Like that's bad. Well, what it doesn't you, have to be that. It might be sugars and sweets and yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go, cookies. And yeah. I'm going to go eat this entire plate of cookies. And you know, at the time I'm going to feel like this is the best thing ever. But then 10 minutes later, I'm going to want to go puke because this is horrible. Like you're not, you're not walking away from your game of solitaire after you win or lose and going, man, like what did I just do? You know, this is bad. <laughs> no, like you just, you, you, you did something that helped with your brain that gave you an escape. That is fine. Next time though, just like that, that, that thought will pop into your head. Be okay with it. Embrace it. Know that you are a solitary junkie and that that is okay. You could be a junkie doing something else that I would have major negativity towards you, but this is like solitaire isn't that bad. <laughs> All right. We need to end there though. Yeah, Solitaire's not bad. You're a junkie. Uh, I don't know. This it's goals, right? It is goals. If if you're gonna set something up for yourself and you want to attack it, it has to be important to you. If it's not, if it's somebody else's goal, it's it's never gonna be important to you. But take the time, figure it out. How are you gonna attack it? How are you gonna accomplish it? When do you want it accomplished by? Why is it important to you? Why does it affect other people? Tell people about it. Um, and if you do all those things if you check all those boxes and it truly is that important to you you'll hit it i think that's a great great good place to end all Perfect. right 
I'm Jim. I'm Matt. We'll catch you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.